0: Hello and welcome to Oklahoma Ghost Stories. I'm your host Brad Heath. Today joining us is Brandon James from Fort Gibson who recently posted a video online that if you have not seen it uh, we're going to get that video from him and post it to our site as well because it is pretty pretty spectacular and if you're into the paranormal which I know you are you're going to want to see this video from Brandon James and his family but before we get started want to thank our sponsor tonight. That is the Military History Center and Museum in Broken Arrow. If you're a fan of uh, military history, if you're a fan of uh, this country and what we've been through, uh, uh, talking to Brandon on a Memorial Day weekend, then you definitely want to make your way to Broken Arrow and check out the Military History Center and Museum. They have displays from the American Revolutionary War all the way to the modern-day wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, so you want to make your way over there and see all the great artifacts. And speaking of the museum, the OKPRI, the Oklahoma Paranormal Research and Investigation Group, is going to be at the museum doing their own ghost hunt, probably mid-June, is what, we're, is what I'm being told. And we're going to do a special podcast on that ghost hunt when they are there. Uh, we'll be there with them. And it should be a good time, and we'll see what they capture. You know, that building that the military history center and museum is in is the original hospital in Broken Arrow and I'm told the morgue was downstairs so we'll have to see what they catch when they go there but let's jump right into our show today Brandon James and his family they're from Fort Gibson and in a recent video posted online Brandon I got to tell you it it definitely raises some eyebrows I think I've watched it 30 or 40 times but before we really get into what's on the video let's just talk about why you guys were 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 hanging trail cams and and uh what was the catalyst that got that started
1: well i think um i think the first thing going back about three years ago we had had a mountain lion sighting out here and my wife actually saw it walking across the uh or laying on the pond bank and um so my in-laws bought me a deer cam and wanted us to get the deer cam out to see if we might be able to catch the mountain lion. And um, the other thing, my wife just, she wanted to see what kind of animals that we would catch out there. We have a lot of deer and uh, just wanted to see what all we could catch on it. And um, so I got the deer cam. It took me a while to finally go get it set up. Everybody kept asking, how come you haven't got the deer cam set up? And, uh, it just didn't take the time to go down and do it. And, uh, finally after three or four months, uh, we put the deer cam out and, um, we caught a lot of animals, uh, foxes and, and, um, lots of deer, possums, about everything that you could imagine because we're surrounded by woods. And, um, so about every... Two or three weeks, um, my, I would go down and take the SD card out of it. And my wife and I would sit in front of the computer and, and go through all the videos and the pictures that it took to see what all we might catch. And um, a lot of them, we would go through and there were a lot of pictures that um, there wasn't anything in the frame. So we thought, I don't know how many I deleted before uh, we finally, in fact, I did not see the apparition that's on this video i didn't see it my wife did i said delete and was moving on and she said hang on did you see that and um i didn't so she said i'm just gonna play it again just just watch and see if you see anything and um so i thought i saw something and then we played it again and then we played it over and over and and just made the hair stand up on the back of my neck and i i thought you know i wonder how many of these that i deleted where I just didn't pay attention or wasn't looking because I was looking for some type of animal, right, right. And
0: and and having having mountain lion in the area, of course, they're all over Oklahoma, and everyone knows that Oklahoma's uh, a big cat hotspot for mountain lions. But that's also concerning. I mean, to have a a predator cat like that right in your backyard, uh, that 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 ha- had to be, you know, one of the reasons that, uh, <clears throat> you know, when you when you look at their at your landscape and what you know, I don't know how many acres you have out there, but when you look at the area, obviously that's a little concerning to know that those big cats are out there roaming around.
1: Sure, yeah, and like I said, we're surrounded by woods. And um, prior to her seeing the mountain lion, I had uh, went out to get the mail one night, and um, it's about a little over a hundred yards up to the road where our mailbox is at, and I'm walking in the dark, and I heard a loud growl out in the woods kind of startled me, and I wasn't sure that I heard it, so I, I kept walking to the mailbox, and I could hear something walking through the trees um, parallel to me, and uh, it was pretty spooky, and then, uh, it's like, like I say, it was a couple weeks later, she spotted the mountain lion sitting on our pond, and uh, I thought, man, I wonder if that was what was stalking me out in the woods when I was going to get the mail. So Exactly. That's the whole reason why we got the deer cam uh, and wanted to get it up is to see if we could catch it out there. Give give the listeners a
0: little description of your place and, and kind of the landscape and size and you mentioned the pond and, and having a lot of woods. How how big's your spread out there?
1: So we set on about three and a half acres, but uh, directly behind our house is I'm going to guess it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 acres of just dense woods. And um, we've got woods on the east side of our house and then all all behind us. And so it it just, our house backs up to the woods and we've got woods out in front of our house. So we're surrounded. We do have a neighbor right beside us, Um, but they're on the other side of them. We're all surrounded by woods all the way around. And, And like I said, there's lots of wildlife out here we've seen it's pretty nice we see all kinds of things pop out of the woods and come into the yard like wild turkeys and we've seen hogs and and all kinds of things but yes um there are some predators out here that occasionally pop in the frame and and that was the main thing is we we just wanted to see what we have out here we we hear coyotes all the time and um we've seen some uh small foxes and um and then my wife has seen the mountain lion but as far as that, we, we put the deer cam out because we just wanted to find out what was out there. So your your area right there how how close are you to
0: the original old Fort Gibson and and the new the new um, the, the the rebuilt one that they made? Are you close
1: to that? Uh, we are probably two and a half miles from the fort. Got it. And we're uh, maybe a mile away from the national cemetery. Okay.
0: So probably closer to the, to the cemetery. So uh, let's get back to the, to the video and what that cam caught, um, on that night. And you, and you may not remember because those, those cameras can set out there for a while. Um, do you remember it being foggy or, or anything like that? Any weather rolling through or anything?
1: No, and like you, I, I said before, we, we um would just let that thing record in about every two to three weeks, so it was really hard to, to remember what actually was going on that night, but I can tell you that through the frames that we deleted prior to that um, video and then the ones after, um, it wasn't foggy. It was a clear night, and um, we didn't see anything else that was... Um, eerie or or different it was just a just a normal clear night and um i don't remember exactly i i believe it was a little chillier that night i think it was somewhere uh in the 40s or 50s but i don't i don't know exactly you know what the what the temperature was but i do know that it was clear so there was no fog or anything like that so for those who haven't
0: seen the video
1: we're talking to brandon games <clears throat> from fort gibson in this trail cam
0: video what you distinctly see is coming from your left to right is some type of an apparition uh, shape that actually moves very fluid across the screen and some people Brandon have even said online that they in the same video see multiple ones Um, correct I've watched it 30 times and I think at the very very beginning maybe there's something that, that kind of catches my eye, but then there towards the middle, you certainly see this this apparition and it almost it it's moving fairly fast, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, it it appears like it's either jogging or running. And um <clears throat> I know that when we slowed it down on the computer and we just we turned off all the lights so we could only see the screen. You can see that there it does look like or appear that there are two other apparitions that move along in front of it, the same the same track that uh, the main one that everyone sees. It it looks like they're all running in the same track. Um, now the the one that's really clear, what's what's unique about this is you can actually see arms and legs moving, and it appears to be in a it has a gait to it and it's moving pretty quickly. It's either jogging or running, and right. that, that's what we saw. Yeah and and if you just <clears throat> look at it
0: the the very first time you see it obviously that 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 one that goes across full screen you you see it clear as day. I mean there's no there's no denying it. You really have to kind of focus your attention before that to see the others but there's certainly something there. So prior to this Brandon let me ask you this question. Had you guys ever experienced anything paranormal activity in that area or around your house?
1: Um, yes. And this is going to, this is going to sound crazy, but we, we do have an entity in the house. Um, we know that it's female. We haven't actually cited it, but we hear it. It, there is a voice. It's, it's been very friendly towards us. It's always in a, what we normally hear is a, a hi or hello. And it's always in a chipper voice, never, nothing angry Um, and then occasionally we will smell an older perfume and cigarettes. And it's not a perfume that anyone here in the house wears. You'll just catch a whiff. We, um, and then it's usually followed by a cold spot. And, um, I mean, really cold, like you'll feel the temperature change 20 to 40 degrees. And, um, and for whatever reason, we have a, uh, a County Corso Mastiff and it is friends with it. She'll play with it. She sees it. And um, we we have no idea when that thing is going to show up or there's we've found no correlation that uh, with weather or time of day or certain time of year. It just it happens. Um, <clears throat> but this video had nothing to do with that it was entirely something different we've tried to catch videos in the house to see if maybe when when this paranormal event happens that we might be able to catch it on camera but so far we haven't we've caught a few weird things that i don't think you could conclusively say that oh this is definitely an orb or something like that just some abnormality that happened in the in the camera but we've we've tried to catch that kind of given up on it we'll tell people when they come over our ghost stories and um but when we put this that trail cam out you know like i said it's it's a little over 100 yards from the house down back behind our pond and um, we never expected to to catch that thing and that it wasn't the intent when we put it out
0: and this entity that's in the house you say that it's not harmful to anyone, doesn't seem to be evil or harmful or anything like that?
1: No, um, we've never felt threatened. It's, there's been a, a few spooky things that have happened where the dogs always hear it. Um, there was one situation where I was at home. My wife had called, and she was in Tulsa, which uh, she was about 35 to 40 minutes away, and she said she was on her way home. And about five minutes later, I heard from the front door, someone go, hi, and all the dogs took off running because that's normally what my (laughs) wife would do. Right. I thought, that is odd because I just talked to you and you were in uh, Tulsa. There's no way you could have made it home that quick. And so I walked to the front door and the dogs are just spinning in circles looking like, where'd she go? And so I said hello back, and I start looking around the house, and the dogs are going different directions trying to search her down. And we all come back to the same spot. The doors were still locked. There was no way that anyone could have got in. We never found anyone in the house. And so—and that's happened um, probably five or six times, either hi or hello. It always greets us, and the dogs always hear it and go to look for it. And never anything there. And then, and then, that like I said, there's a a smell of old perfume and a cigarette smell that comes with it. But, and then we see our dog running along and jumping and playing, spinning around with something that we can't see. And um, also, incidents where the dog got let in the house or let out of the house just that one. The other two, either the ghost doesn't like it or. Whatever, but it's just for whatever reason that Connie Corso Mastiff, um, she's friends with it and it kind of gets its way around here, I guess, because we're <laughs> we we don't want to upset the ghost. So we just kind of she doesn't ever get in trouble for anything.
0: <laughs> right. So how, how old is the is the house you have there? Is it an older house? or
1: No, the, the house is relatively new. I, um, only seven or eight years old. It was it was built here, it, nothing but trees when the house was built. It was just a spot cleared out in the trees, and um, so it's not like the the house has any history. The land may have some history, but the house does not. Sure, there is a um, weird rock formation. Like it could have been an old house settlement that's a, just right on the edge of the woods back behind our house. I've looked at it several times. I, I don't know if it seems like somebody piled rocks up in the shape of a wall and there seems to be uh, a foundation. So I don't know if, if um, maybe there was an old settlement here before and then this house was built and just not knowing that there was anything there. But um, it's it's not anything to where there there's an entity that we think died in this house because, like I said, the house is new. So it couldn't be that right very interesting so have you guys
0: paid more uh, attention to detail to your trail cam videos
1: <laughs> yeah we we still put it out we we try to yeah we we pay a little more attention now instead of just dismissing them and and deleting them we're actually looking to see if there's anything that uh, we can catch in it and uh you know I, i've told her several times i wonder how many things we've deleted that we were looking for some kind of little animal or a varmint or a deer or something like that. Didn't see it. And we just deleted it, not looking for an apparition or anything like what we saw in this video.
0: Right. Have you, have you yourself gone to that exact location where the trail cam was and, and walked kind of that same path to see what you would look like on the trail cam?
1: Um, well, I haven't videoed myself doing it, but yeah, I've, We've taken friends and family down there and I've had them stand in the spot where the trail cam was because we moved the thing around to see if we can catch animals going through different trails and things like that back behind the house. But um, yeah, we, we, and that's, I know this in, in the uh, comments, people were like, you know, it was, it seemed small. It looked like a fairy. Um, but no, I ran down and took that same path that you see that, that uh, apparition running and it is definitely a full size person and um, it's not it's not smaller I know it's hard to know if you don't know the terrain and you don't know the area but um, no it, it was a full size apparition the other thing that people say in, in that video is they hear something saying help help and I see all the comments there that is absolutely our neighbor's dog um, they live probably they're they're about 500 yards from the house um and they have a dog and and there were several videos that night where that dog was barking so that's nothing there there's no voices or anything that i've heard i don't know if anybody has any equipment where they can enhance it any further but that's absolutely a dog barking and nothing is all right very good so it's i'm glad that you're able to
0: uh to clear some of that up and anyone who's on uh the social media site where the video is posted or if you're going to go to our page to look at it keep that in mind what brandon just said is that the neighbor's dog barking that night and and much like your dog brandon who knows maybe that neighbor's dog is sensing something or seeing something causing it to bark at night correct so when you guys post this video was there some discussion and in the house should we post it should we not post it
1: well, so after it happened, we, we posted it on our personal Facebook page and let all of our friends and family and we went back and forth in the discussion of what people saw and, and some people don't see anything. Some people have watched it and, and you'll even see on this site that there are a lot of people that just post, I don't see anything. And, uh, and, and in fact, I didn't see anything the first time that I looked at it. Like I said, my wife had to point it out to me and go, just watch it again and see if you see anything. And I I saw it the second time, but I didn't the first time. Like I said, I wasn't looking for it either. I was looking for an animal. And um, but yeah, lots of discussion. People have a lot of different theories. Um, personally, I don't want to I don't want to lead anybody to any determination of what they think it is, because I want to know myself. I would love right. I, I want to hear what other people's theories are, because I would like to know what it is and if they've seen anything similar and, and, uh, if anyone else can explain anything. So I try not to lead anybody to here's what it is. And this is definitely, there are no definites on this. I don't think anybody has any exact answers. So I just want to hear what other people think and what other people see. And that's why we posted it. And, and, uh, yeah, there's been lots of discussion and lots of theories. Some of them are pretty far-fetched. But, um, I like to hear it anyway, just to see what people think and see if they've seen anything similar. Absolutely. Because it's a great, it's a great video. It's a
0: great, you know, piece of evidence in this whole search for, um, what goes on in the afterlife and the paranormal activity that, that, that takes place, not just in Oklahoma, but everywhere. And, and I was going to ask you that, that trail, that, that kind of path that, that apparition or ghost takes. Is there any change in elevation there? Does it go from like it goes from left to right? does it does Does the elevation drop as it's going towards the right side of the screen?
1: So what you see in that video is the back side of a pond that that is actually a pond bank, and the reason that I put that trail cam there is um, the deer usually take that path, and I didn't know what other animals go down that deer path, but I wanted to catch them either going there at night to get a drink from the pond or if they were just continuing down that trail, I wanted to see what was passing through that trail. And it just so happened that we caught this apparition going along the same path that the deer take. So, um, and I don't know, I don't know if, if there was ever a trail there before, I don't, that's what we're trying to find out now is what is the history of this place? Is it anything significant or is this just, a fluke that we just happened to catch something on here right well
0: like i said everyone it's a it's an incredible video you're definitely going to want to see this um it's it, it it's one of those that that will make kind of the hair stand on end and you'll watch it 30 times i guarantee you i've watched it 30 times at least um and brandon next time you guys have another ghost caught on film hit me up and we'll bring you back on or even if you happen to catch bigfoot because i know i know (laughs) that uh there's been a lot of discussion about bigfoot in your area and 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 to the south of you there so um let's have you back on when you catch something else
1: absolutely
0: hey we want to thank everybody for joining us today it's oklahoma ghost stories and i'm your host brad heath the military history center in broken arrow oklahoma they are our sponsor we want to thank them for being part of the show and we encourage everyone, now that the COVID restrictions are lifted and we can get out and about like normal human beings again, let's, uh, let's go show them some love. It is a nonprofit organization. They bring us this great history of our military uh, for you to see. It's only a $5 entry fee if you're 18 or older. Kids are free. Um, you can go online. I think it's mhc.org. You can check them out. But uh, give them a visit. It's a short drive to Broken Arrow. And uh, their Main Street, Rose District, and all that downtown is incredible. It's a great spot. You'll eat lunch, go to the museum. uh, You'll have a blast. So I want to appreciate them for being a part of it. And for Brandon James and his family in Fort Gibson, we want to thank them for coming on. And, of course, as always, you can find us on every place that you find your podcasts, Apple, Google, Anchor, anywhere that you go. Just look us up. You'll be able to download us, like us, share us, give us a like, and give us a rating. And we appreciate everybody for being a part of it. So for Brandon James and his family, I want to thank everybody. This is Brad Heath. We'll see you again soon.